Go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Football for All. Notice question mark there, and we'll get right into that. But my name is Arik. And I'm Sam. And this is Football for All. Uh, listen, we got a great first episode for you just to tell you a little bit about what this is about. Um, you know, Sam and I were friends for a while now. And, you know, to be honest, we couldn't have further different views when it comes to sport uh, and when it comes to the state of football, uh, commercialism, grassroots. It's like polar ends of the whole spectrum. And, you know, this is going to be a show all about those two different sides and those two different perspectives. So, Sam, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I mean, I speak for myself here. I'm a massive, I'm a massive fan of football. My entire life, sported Arsenal. I have a soft for for Boca Juniors. We're gonna lose, we're gonna lose viewers that way. You're supporting <laughs> Arsenal. Jeez, oh, I gotta be honest, gotta be real with you guys. So <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, so like present day, I'm currently working at, in a sports betting technology startup. Like, I love the books, I lo- love gambling, love sport, love the whole uh, new industry and the, the new wave. And I'm just very excited to see like where that's gonna take me. So. Wow. I, so like my real background in football is like my dad's initially from England and like I grew up like sporting my entire life. But like I got a, I first got a real feel for the game when I when I studied abroad in the Czech Republic for a good five six months. There on the weekends, I would I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't study my courses. I would study the top five major European football leagues. And like with that being said, I had the opportunity to Great see Barcelona, <laughs> Madrid, whatever. I mean it doesn't matter. But like I saw Bayern, I saw PSG, and I just have like very fond experience of seeing all these incredible clubs that I would see on TV, but like in person, like it truly left a lasting impact on me. Wow. The dream spending hundreds of, of pounds on tickets that, uh, you know, <laughs> people can't afford. Sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, coming from the States, it's kind of how it works. Why don't you right. tell us a little bit about yourself, Ari? Yeah. Yeah. My, my name's Ari. Uh, I'm from uh, New York and I uh, know Sam from, from university and, good buddies and you know over the years we've kind of had these like debates about the ethics and morals of football etc so i don't know my my viewpoints i grew up watching on on the television with my father um as well he was a chelsea supporter he is a chelsea supporter I, i've since seen the light and, and i thought the only club in 2005 oh nice nice i see you're reading <laughs> espn's comments there buddy <laughs> Uh, get used to it friends because sam and i are going to be at each other's throats every episode no maybe you're interested in in, uh, grassroots football in particular yeah i mean i was studying for for a gap year uh, in jerusalem and at the time i went to a local team called at the time it was called hapol katamon and i learned all about the volunteering i learned all about the the different aspects of what makes football football makes it community-based and you know Back in the day, I read a ton about it. And back in the day, the modern football that we have today was a bit different. It was a bit more accessible to the locals, um, which there should be some sort of balance, but we'll get into that in another episode. But um, I sort of did that. I, I started working in it uh, for, you know, in the foundation side and in the community development and sport for development side. I went out and I, uh, you know, coached at a local school. Um, and then more recently, I founded a nonprofit called Passion FC. And, and what we do is we use football to have difficult conversations, right? So mm-hmm. we give. So we give two different perspectives of football and of what it means, you know, to different people in different places. But but not only that, like how these the various social issues can be discussed through football. That's kind of what what my background is, and I also work 
with grassroots teams across the EU for an organization called SD Europe. Uh, so, break it down very simply. UEFA has fans organizations, and we're one of the fans organizations. Yeah. So. so, a lot going on on your end, and, uh, <laughs> and obviously, like it's pretty diverse in terms of like where you've been. Like you spent some time in Africa, spent some time in Middle East, spent some time in South America. So, yeah. on your end, uh, what would you say is your uh, most, your most fondest experience of just see, of seeing live football? <sighs> see, you know, I'm conflicted because. Boca Juniors was something special. I mean, it really was. La Bombonera. Um, they're like in this like sweet spot of Sam and I, where it's like yeah. still you, it's still really you can't get tickets. You, it's really difficult. I had yeah. through like local uh, local connection, and it's really difficult to get tickets. And they're in this sweet spot of like, wow, I love, I love, mm-hmm. you know, everything about what they are, the local aspect, yeah. but they're also a big brand. So that experience was was really up there. I saw them. It's also a very interesting with a Boca in particular because uh, let's say like Nike made their kits for the past 25, 30 years and, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and Boca being the most supportive club in Argentina, like they would, they would crush like merchandise sales in South America, but they never mm-hmm. really had an international presence. So just like in the past year or two, Adidas took over as their main sponsor and Adidas, and, and like I, I was in Madrid last January and you go to Adidas store in Madrid and they have, Bo- they have Boca shirts, Boca, Boca track, track pants. And like, it's just very cool to see like, the, see like, the, that's starting to change down there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think I got to give another answer of my favorite yeah, experience. Other, other than going to Ghana and seeing Hearts of Oak against Kodoko, yeah. which was obviously an amazing experience. I, I've gone to like some really lower division games. I mean, when, you know, you really some, some teams you just don't even think about. So I've gone to a seventh division game uh, in, in Spain, which was, which was quite which was quite uh, fun. How many other people were there? It's actually pretty full because the city doesn't have much else. That's uh, cool. So it was uh, in, in Which Huelva. city was this? What? What city was this? This is Huelva, where uh, Columbus left it for, for fun fact. Friends. Um, so yeah, that was, I mean, I, I can, well, you'll hear some more about the games I've seen in the, you know, the place yeah, in San Juan, a bunch of things as well. But I think, you know, what you're going to get out of this intro is really just, we're very different viewpoints when it comes to sport and we're trying to find some sort of middle ground in this increasingly commercial world for the sports business industry. Definitely. Yeah. And on my end, in terms of, uh, in terms of just great matches that I've seen is, uh, in terms of like overall uniqueness, I, I had the privilege to see uh, FC San Pauli play in, uh, in Hamburg, Germany, which it was just so unique. Cause like they, they play in like kind of, it would be like considered the red light district of the city and the Reaper bond. And it's just very cool because it's very like it's kind of like a cult club. Like people really love the, they love the logo, love the shirts. And like as a matter of fact, like I want to, I got up early on match day because I want to get myself a scarf. So I literally walked to the to the team shop on the Reaper Bond at nine fifty five for an opening at ten p at ten a.m. And I've never seen this before. There was a line across the block, and it wasn't tourists. It was supporters supporting their club lining up to, to buy apparel before like a random regular season match. And I just thought that was so unique and so incredible. But like, so like, wow, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they they do really well on merchandise. Yeah, sales. I mean, a, a, lot, like a, whole a lot of the merchandise is made by the supporters themselves. Well, yes, that's a that's the recent mm-hmm. thing. Now they've completely kept it in house, yeah. um, which is which is interesting. But you know, Sam, I mean, this is this yeah, is no. like, the team so, is very counter to what yeah. you believe. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, kind of like baking off of that, just the 
the, the club itself, I don't necessarily align with the match day experience was just something that was super special. And like, if you do love the game of football, I, I highly suggest you make it there for match day. But like, unlike Arik, I'm not so into the seventh division. I'm more of a big match hunter, let's say. So I actually went to the the Liverpool-Roma match, the second leg in the Stadio Olimpico, the Champions League semifinal, and I think it was 2018. And in terms of like a stadium and noise, I've never heard anything like that. It was just it was just so unique, such, such great passion. About 5,000 Liverpool supporters uh, took the trip, and uh, you, you really heard their noise that match. And like, it was just insane. I think the final score ended up being 4-2. Liverpool advancing 7-6 in aggregate, and it was just like, it was just such a unique night. It was just incredible. Something's going to stay with me my entire life. And how much did you pay for those tickets, Sam? Uh, so it's funny, actually, because I got involved in right place, right time. So I, I have a buddy who I went to high school with who's actually from Rome. And he and he hooked me up with like the actual like presale of when the of when the tickets uh, are are going up live for the Roman supporters. So I actually got uh, face value tickets about like sixty euros each, and I, I was in the curve of sud, which is just like where the where, where like the Roman altar sit, and it was just insane the amount of pyros and uh, noise and goals. It was just it was just, it was just such a unique night. It was probably the greatest football experience I've ever had. Until you go to Boca. <laughs> yeah, until I make it, make it to Argentina, exactly. Yeah, well, it's good. I mean, you should enjoy really nice experiences because eventually you're going to have to go to Arsenal to see <laughs> yeah. some, some yeah. other experiences. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been to a library many times. Uh, All right, and, and then uh, something else that we wanted to cover in this pod is that since since I'm like a gambling professional, let's say, I mean, a professional in the gambling space, that I just want to give up some... <laughs> no <laughs> I just want to give up some uh, so, some some picks and like since this is gonna be a future podcast, something that we plan to do down the line. I'm just gonna give out some uh, futures. So uh, hopefully you can tail along and we all make some money together. So the Champions League right around the corner in about a month's time. I'm looking at three different clubs to advance. The first is is I'm is I'm looking at Barcelona to advance over PSG, which is a plus one ten. I'm only gonna put one unit on it, which means like means I want to get involved in this game, but I'm not overly confident, but I do like, I do like Barca plus 110. Another one that I like, and I think everyone should get this before they can, before the line changes, like when they can, is Atletico Madrid over Chelsea to advance at plus 125. I just think Atletico has been playing incredible football as of late. They're flying in La Liga. They've only conceded six goals in 17 matches. Like, can't lose a football match if you don't concede. And then the third... The third side that I like to advance is uh, is Borussia Dortmund over Sevilla at minus one sixty five, and uh, that I'm probably gonna put two units on because I'm a little more confident and you're and it's minus cash. So, so just to reiterate, I like Barca over PSG, Dortmund over Sevilla, and Atletico Madrid to advance over Chelsea. Those are my three main Champions League knockout knockout stage picks. I would say for future. Well, I just want to clarify for my future employers and current employers i have nothing to do with this part of the segment as you will hear me say this every episode when sam gives his corner i believe gambling is really bad for sport um and we will debate that topic later so (laughs) please just know i am not related to that um but uh you know we'll we'll we'll, uh tease sam so if you want to go ahead and put some some bets as sam said and continue to ruin sport go for it friends i mean really go for it well (laughs) You know, we just want to keep we just want to keep things exciting out of football for all. Right, absolutely. 
So, I mean, uh, thanks, thanks again for tuning in, and uh, we should have our, our next, e- our first ever actual episode out next week. Looking forward. Thank you.